this is from wherever they feel like it. It's two guys watch a movie. Who is your host? Two guys. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Guys Watch a Movie episode number 13. 13, Tommy. Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Welcome everybody, thank you for listening. I'm Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Court. And this is our podcast about movies and movie related things. Tommy, how are you? I'm good. You know, we considered skipping episode 13 for bad luck. We did. You know, you know what? Like hotels and office buildings do. Yeah, that's and it's a smart move because I'm and I'm actually usually like super superstitious about that. Like I I don't I do not like the number 13 at all. Oh, really? I find it's best to just embrace it and keep going to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll have to record episode 14 like immediately after this then. I'm strictly a positive numerology guy okay. in that I only have good luck numbers, which is basically just anything that's 9 or a multiple of 9. Specifically 441. Wow, for a very, that is very specific. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yep. 11 are my, my lucky numbers I'm realizing now that I, the ones I consider lucky, and I'm not like, I don't buy too much into that, but like enough that it's like, I like my lucky numbers. Yeah. Uh, what are your lucky numbers? Uh, 7 and 11. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Not because of, you know, the whole 7-11 thing, but just like, I just really like those numbers. Um, my, all right, well, yeah. Jordan? Uh, welcome, uh, everybody. Thank. Uh, it's been a little bit since we uh, recorded. Yeah, it's been a month. It's been, uh, yeah, it has been a good long while. Um, we're recording virtually still. Um, I would. It would have been nice to get one. You know, we're both fully vaccinated, and mm-hmm. we have definitely hung out quite a bit, like, in the last, I guess, in the last month. Three times. Three times. Three times. Yeah. Um, and it would have been nice to get an, another in-person session in. Uh, I, I moved to, uh, my, my fiance Gabby and I, we moved to the San Francisco Bay Area this week. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been great. It's been super hectic. We just moved into the new apartment, uh, two days ago. Still very empty. Um, but yeah, it was in, I was in Chicago nine years, Gabby seven, and it, it was, uh, it was that time. Uh, yeah. You know, well, Chicago will miss you. And I'm going to miss Chicago. I will, at least. Ah, well, I'm gonna, I miss you, too. I'm going to miss you, too. I miss Chicago. Uh, I'm actually... I am coming back in February. Uh, no, rock and roll. So I'll, uh, maybe I'll see you then. Uh, because we... We had tickets to an Elton John concert that was supposed to, <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to take place last year, last yeah. June, and then that got canceled for obvious reasons. And then we, uh, he rescheduled the show for February 2022, so we're, we're coming back to Chicago then, uh, mm-hmm. because he's not coming to the Bay Area, and I didn't want to lose those tickets, so. Yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, man, how is, how is Chicago? Right now. It's warm. It's hot. It's in the 80s. Ooh. I think. Maybe not today, actually. Okay. But it has been in the 80s. It's been very hot. How is sunny California? It's very sunny. It's It's been very cool morning. It's been cool mornings and hot days. Um, it's The high is going to be 88. The next couple, this weekend's going to be a bit of a scorcher. Um, it was like mid, it was like 90, I think, uh, earlier this week, though. It was real hot. It's that time of the year, though. Everything's just getting much warmer. Chicago's, it sounds like Chicago's great right now. Like, 
Yeah, all right, we got to stop talking about the weather. I know, this is a movies podcast. podcast. It's a movies podcast. All right. What if, do you want to talk about Corella? What do you want to talk about? What are we going to start with? Well, today we, um, why don't we start by talking about, well, just what have you been watching? What have you been watching lately? Okay, well, in the last month, I've watched uh, a few things. Uh, I watched a lot of horror movies, uh, one with you, but yes. I also watched a couple uh, lower-budget um, sort of indie horror movies. There's one uh, called The The Guest. Uh, it sounds familiar. 2014. It was a pretty sort of standard plot, but uh, really, uh, really good score and really interestingly shot, sort of the 80s slow burn. And then I also watched a Polish uh, horror movie called Demon. Okay. Um, I liked it, but I'm not sure I got it. Uh, like, I feel like, Jordan, I, I don't really know a lot of Polish history aside from World War II. I, yeah, you're, that's about the extent of my knowledge there. And the the demon in this this movie is is a is a Jewish demon. Wait, what? And I didn't know exactly, but like some of the characters are Jewish. There's a rabbi there, and but like okay, uh, but they're the main characters aren't. But it, I, I don't think. But I I didn't really know what it meant like culturally. I didn't know if there was something I was missing, maybe, um, because I don't really know Polish. Okay, I mean I uh, don't know much. About, it's a Jewish demon. Yeah, like a, a yeah, like a Jewish folklore. Demon. Okay, I'll have to look further into it. That's something, I mean, I grew up Jewish, I'm still Jewish, I never, uh, I, I don't think I ever remember any Jewish demons in I forget, lore, I, I watched it on an airplane, so I was, uh, so it was like a little uncomfortable already. Oh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, oh my god, you wait, you watched a horror, horror movie, movie on an airplane? I watched two, I watched The Guest on the way oh. to Florida and, and Demon on the way back. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, it was, it was good, I really liked it, it was interestingly shot and fascinating, but... Yeah, I feel like I might be missing some sort of cultural step there that I didn't understand. It's called Demon. I'll have to look into that one and see if there's something. It was good, though. I mean, yeah, it's on um, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I'll have to... Uh, I'm going to take a look into that and report back on the next episode. Uh, yeah. To see what that's all about. It sounds interesting. Pope. Yeah, what, what have you watched? I watched a few more things if you want me to keep going. Yeah, well, I'll go with one. One, I've got it. If we're talking horror movies, i got to tell you right now. Uh-huh. So, f- just right off the bat, I've been to a movie theater now, like, three times in the last several yeah. weeks. Um, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm comfortable going in. And not to say, you know, not to say everybody should be doing that. Like, just let me reiterate, like, everybody should be doing whatever they are most comfortable with and, like, what they believe yeah. is best for them. Um, also, they should be getting vaccinated. Also, please get fucking <laughs> vaccinated. It's there. You have no excuse at this point not to get it. I feel it's free. It's free. I think like supply. Sometimes you get a beer. Yeah, you get a beer. You get a donut. You get entered into a lottery in some states. Yeah, go do it. Like I think supply at this point is like heavily outweighing demand. Yeah. Like, well, you saw that they're giving away. We're giving away vaccines now. Oh, there, there you go. There yeah. you go, man. Get vaccinated. Um, but, you know, get acclimated to, reacclimated to society at your own pace. Whatever is best for you. Uh, just make that clear right now. Uh, yeah. Because I'm not going to judge anybody for, you know, m- yeah, But most I did things. reactivate. I, I also reactivated my Regal Unlimited. Very nice. So I think this afternoon I might go see 
saw Spiral, which I know you saw. Yes, I was going to, uh, yeah, segue. But I also might go see uh, The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. It got surprisingly good reviews. I saw that, yeah. I, that might be... Not just because of the previous ones, but yeah. Yeah, I do enjoy The Conjuring movies. Uh, the Conjuring, I remember The Conjuring 2 is great. They're very scary Apple ads. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. They put so much Apple shit in the first one that I was like, wait, you gotta... Not the first, not the Conjuring. What uh, Insidious, of? Insidious. I remember Insid- talking about. Yeah, is it Insidious? Okay. I think it's Insidious. In the first Insidious, maybe. Uh, no, I think it was the Conjuring. No, Conjuring is like because those take it's place like in the sixties, like seven, yeah, sixties, seventies. Okay, yeah, I okay. think this one's in the eighties. Like, okay, well then there was one. There's one where it was just like his iPhone and his Apple computer and everything. It was just what was it? It was a guy got good reviews and it wasn't bad, but okay, maybe it was Insidious, but. I need to. So what you're saying is the people who had iPhones were not the villains in that movie, then. Yes, right. Yes. So I think we've mentioned this before on the show, but like Apple has a very strict like villains cannot use iPhones in any form of media, <laughs> uh, which is, that is which is why if you silly. watch uh, Knives Out and if you want to pay close attention to people using their phones, the uh, interesting the person who turns out committed the murder is not yeah. is the only one in the movie not using an iPhone. Yeah. Our first Let's talk Saw. Tell me about Saw. Okay. I was, should, I go, should I go see it today? Spiral from the Book of Saws. My first uh, movie back in the movie theater. I'm going to be really honest with you. I was very stoned while watching this movie, so <laughs> I um, take my opinion for what it is. I had a good time. Um, okay. <laughs> looking back... It's very much like a police procedural with a few saw booby traps thrown into it. And it falls closer into the, like... It it doesn't feel too extreme like every sequel after the first movie kind of did. Because if... I watched the first one uh, a few weeks ago as well for the first time in a good long while. And I forgot, like... It's not nearly as, like... slow burn... Yeah. 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 And there's only a couple scenes that are like crazy. Yeah. And when they, yeah. And there's actually some really incredibly well set up like jump scares in that movie too, like horror scenes and like tension building. When the guy comes alive at the, in the ground. Oh the my God. Too. Is there like, it's such an incredible <laughs> twist. Um, I know. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. And I always forget like James Wan, uh, who did the Conjuring movies, the first two Conjuring movies, and also mm-hmm. Insidious, um, did do that in. Uh, did do the first saw and like oh interesting yeah I liked I liked saw too uh, now I haven't seen it in a while but it sort of plays out like a police procedural too it does yeah I like it it feels like like those movies just kind of like went off the rails after like I think the last one I saw was in theaters I think it was saw four it's the one where someone gets killed by ice they're in like a, a refrigerator room and they're spraying water on them. I've, or like a freezer room, and they're spraying water on, and they get frozen to death. Oh, I can't remember which one that is. I don't know. I don't think I've seen. I think one. it's Saw Four. I think it's Saw Four. I saw. I saw him up to five, and I was like done. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw even five. I don't. But. Yeah. By that point, I was like, okay. Um, it's. Uh, yeah. It's not. It, it, I thought it was pretty good. Chris Rock wanted to write a Saw movie. He pitched a Saw movie to Lionsgate. They went for it. Sam Jackson is in the movie as well, plays his dad. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to be really honest. And it, so for the, I'm not going to spoil it because you haven't seen it. But um, the movie is just, it's basically, you know, by this point, Jigsaw is dead. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So, it's been dead since the second Yeah, one, since, right? yeah. So there is a copycat killer out there. Somebody is, like, posing in the... Is that fucking pig mask, too, that I hate so much. Somebody's oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, they bring the pig mask back. Um, yeah. And somebody... It's basically just the police... Chris Rock is a cop trying to find the uh, this jigsaw copycat killer. I'm going to be real with you. I kind of called the, the who it was... Pretty early on in the movie, I'm not gonna say any more than that. Um, I will say it's a little like, it's a little predictable, but the the movie itself. But like, you don't go to a Saw movie for like. Yeah, well, I'm never good at predicting that stuff. My wife Erin is like crazy. Yeah, you're... she just she calls everything like two episodes early. It's like, what do you mean? And then there it is. Yeah, she was. You were telling me about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I remember she called yeah. the power broker. Yeah twist early on um yeah i'm just like i'm terrible with that like i'll be thinking about this and i always have to get out of my head when i'm watching a movie like that where it's like because yeah. i'll be trying to think like two steps ahead and I just, i'm terrible with doing that um i remember watching i saw men in black in theaters with my dad nice and uh half like one scene before the reveal my dad leans over and he says I bet the cat's name is Orion. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Huh?" And then, and then the revealed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Mind blown. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fun. Uh, it, I thought it was fun though. I wouldn't go in expecting anything super great, but if you want just a horror movie, and the traps in the movie are very gruesome. Uh, it's really gruesome when it happens, which is what you go to a Saw movie. Four, I think. Yeah, yeah like yeah. It's the gruesome, the drugs. torture porn. They do good. It's uncomfortable. I had to look away from the screen a couple of times. Like it gets pretty. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm gonna say yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, that was my first movie back in a theater. <laughs> love it, love it. Fun. Mine was Raya and the Last Dragon, Raya? which I think I already talked about. I yeah. yeah, and I need to watch that because that is free now on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's it's good. It's fine. I need to watch that one. I'm excited. I'm always excited about Disney. Um, shall we move on? Uh, anything else, uh... Oh, yeah, I watched, uh, have you seen Palm Springs on Hulu? Oh, yeah, I loved Palm Springs, yeah. Yeah, I just watched it fairly recently, and I thought it was great. Was that your first time watching it? Yeah. Oh, I love, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, sort of, uh, alternate take on Groundhog Day. Yeah. Pretty clever shit. I'll tell you right now, I haven't, just because we've been, like, working on the move... Uh, over the last few weeks, I haven't had too much time to watch a whole lot. But yeah. last thing I wanted to bring up before we go on to, because uh, I got some what's going on items here. Um, oh, last thing I wanted to bring up because I haven't talked about this yet is a wonderful movie that can be found on Netflix uh, from Sony Pictures Animation. It's called The Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay, you're not the first person to recommend this to me. I really want to watch it. I, I mean, not to like hammer it too much, but like. It, it's really like I think it's in running right the running right now for my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, okay, it's, I, no, will, it's a, I will absolutely check it out. It's that good. Uh, it's incredibly funny. It's about a suburban weird suburban family who has to take on the robot apocalypse. It's okay, cool. That's the it's, it's an incredible cast. Danny McBride's in it. Maya Rudolph, uh, Abby Jacobson from Broad City, um, Beck Bennett, and Fred Armisen play two 
ro- malfunctioning robots in this movie, and it is okay. That sounds freaking great. hysterical. This is it, it's got a it's a total family movie. It's got something for everybody. It's the same team that did like Lego Movie and Into the Spider Verse. Okay, awesome. Um, Just it's got heart. It's got laughs. I laughed hard watching this movie. Um, okay, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I would heartily recommend it. The Mitchells versus the Machines. It's on Netflix. Go watch All it. All right, I really want to watch that. Yes. Do it. Shall we see what's going on? Yeah, hey, Jordan, what's going on? Let's find <laughs> out. I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit of Disney news. Well, I've got some Disney rumor speculations. Keep going. You, you do. Let's hear the Disney news. Okay, I'm down for rumor speculations, too. Um, well, the big news this week with Disney is that Avengers Campus opened up this week at Disney's California Adventure. It's their Marvel-themed park, but they cannot legally use the name Marvel in any of their shit there because of the, uh, the deal with Universal. Basically... Yeah, Universal had the theme park rights. They purchased the right theme park rights to Marvel. Right, right. That's why Six Flags has like Six Flags is like no, they have Superman. They have they have DC. Yeah, Six Flags has DC. Um, I guess they originally. I guess Universal originally had theme park rights all over, and they had characters at Universal Hollywood. Yeah, I remember the Spider Man ride at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, and that's still there. Um, they opted to not, I think it was just a couple of years before Disney bought Marvel. Uh, they opted to not renew the rights for West Coast. Uh, or the deal is specifically Universal has the rights to theme park rights to Marvel east of the Mississippi River. <laughs> that, I think that is the specific uh, outline in the contract. Yeah, I know, right? Um, That's wild. It is weird. Um, but they can't legally... But Disney cannot legally use... They have the rights to the characters. They can't use the name Marvel, though. That still belongs to Universal. That is so strange. Which is why the area is not Marvel Land. It is Universal. Or uh, it is Avengers Avengers. Um, <laughs> but I thought it'd be kind of fun to see like what they've got there right now. Because uh, they just opened this a couple of days ago. It basically takes place in an alternate... I guess, you know, there's a whole multiverse thing with the MCU. So this is a universe where Tony Stark did not die. So, and Black Widow did not die, which is why you'll see her throughout the theme park. I believe you'll see Iron Man throughout the theme park. Um, So there's, like, character encounters there. Um, There's a Doctor Strange, like... Magic. I saw the like little forest. Yeah, it's like a whole little like I think it's called an ancient sanctum. It's like a full yeah. like magic show they've got there. Um, huh. They have an Ant Man uh, themed restaurant, the Pim <laughs> Testing Kitchen, I think it's called, <laughs> uh, where they have big versions of little food and little versions of big food. It's, big food. it's fun. Okay. You got to um, you got to find a picture of this like chicken, this fried chicken sandwich that they have there. It's pretty funny to look at. Um, okay, wait, hold on. I, I gotta look this up now. Do it. Oh my gosh! I know, <laughs> it's right? Ridiculous. I know. A it's giant. It, it's a giant chicken sandwich on a little bun. And little baby bun. A little baby bun. It looks good. I read some reviews about the food. It sounds like there's some pretty good stuff there. There's some stuff that you can skip. The pretzels are great. There's, like, giant pretzels. It's um, a shawarma place. Oh, my God, yes! And there's, like, a food stand there. It's called the Shawarma Palace. And yeah. those are supposed to be really good, too. I saw, like, the chicken. They got a chicken one. They got 
They got, uh, what was it, falafel? Yeah, it's perfect. It, it's got to be so exciting to do that, to, to get food there. Currently, only one attraction at Avengers Campus. It's called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure where you hop on a ride. I don't know if you've ever ridden the Toy Story Midway Mania ride. Um, you basically no, You basically get on a vehicle and you shoot at a screen and get points. Oh, um, uh, yes. I did the uh, the Men in Black ride. Yes. Yeah, it's very similar to that. You kind of shoot. It's a little different because it stops at certain points. And, like, much like Midway Mania, like, you stop at screens and then you shoot at things on the screen. The difference is there is no physical gun or anything like that on the ride. There are motion sensors that I be- are tracking your movements, I believe, 60 times per second. Um, wow. So you're literally, like... You're shooting your hands at the screen, and like it's it's detecting your motion. Cool. So you're shooting. Cool. It's fun. There's a device you can bring on the ride. It's 25 bucks. It's a web shooter. Uh, you can purchase Ooh. it for that. Sure. The reviews say you don't need it, and it sounds like you really don't need it unless you like kind of want to keep yeah. a souvenir afterwards. But yeah. it, it's some cool technology right there. Like it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland is on the ride. Uh, is featured on the ride. Uh, which I thought was cool. Oh, interesting. I've seen pictures, I've seen a video, like a POV video of it, and it looks, I think it might be one of those things you kind of got to be on the ride to get the full experience, because it's just, shooting at a screen, it's just like, I don't know. Well, we shoot at a screen, it's it's pretty easily accessible at home. That (laughs) is true, yeah. Looks like it'd be pretty fun, so we'll see how. Yeah. And there's, I guess, another, they're going to open another, they're in phase one of the opening of this park right now and i guess they're going to add another e-ticket attraction which i don't think anything's been confirmed but uh rumors have it that it's going to be a quinjet ride to wakanda cool oh it'll be some sort of new ride system so i can't wait to see what that's gonna look like yeah that is uh speaking of marvel Shit. Let's before we get into rumor speculation about that. Yes, we should talk about the uh, the Marvel exhibit. We yes. Oh my God. So we uh, a few weeks ago we went over to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, which is amazing. If you ever get an opportunity, go there. Yeah. And we went to. They had a Marvel exhibit over there, uh, which is called Marvel Universe of Superheroes, um, and it's there until I think October. Yeah. Yeah, they had a bunch of awesome stuff. I think most exciting for us was the costumes and props. Yeah, I always uh, get a kick out of seeing like movie costumes and props anywhere. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, I, the uh, Dora Milaje costume. Oh my God, was incredible, it's... and it was like really intricate and thousands of beads, and like you could tell it was just like. Yeah, you, really a lot of work put into these things. And right next to even something as simplistic as like they had those Black Panther costumes lined up next to each other. They had a few, so they had the yeah. Dormelage, uh, they had Shuri's outfit from uh, the final battle, yeah. and they had the Black Panther outfit. Um, yeah, and it's amazing. You can see why they won. If you just heard a buzz, that was my dryer. Ah, if, congratulations! Thank you. My laundry is done now. Uh, you can see why. They won an Oscar for that movie. 
for its costumes. Yeah. Like it, it's really they're special. And then I think the uh, one of the other coolest things we saw was the Green Goblin mask. I got chills. Uh, I get, I'm getting Ooh. chills thinking about it. Yeah, they had the Green Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin masks next to uh, one of the the, the pumpkin bombs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which was really cool. Oh my god, it was so cool. Um, they had the Mark One Iron Man suit, which I think the funniest thing about that is up close you can very much tell it's just foam. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't know. I was surprised to see like costumes on display for those movies because a lot of mm-hmm. that is CGI. CG. Like, and I th- and another. Another fun with the, uh, the the briefcase from Iron Man 2. Yeah. It was pure foam. Oh, my God. It was... And, like, when you look up close, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's just, it's just foam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there were some cool things. There were other cool costumes there. there were, what was it? They, I think I saw Black Widow. They got a Hawkeye costume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and it's also just not only a celebration of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but, like, the Marvel, like, Marvel comics overall. Like, it goes into, like comic book history as well and like yeah and they had a bunch of the old comics talks about like the comics code that happened and like writing comics during that period and kind of what happened after when they could kind of stretch the limits of uh what the the content they could put in there like it is violence violence vampire violence and sex and vampires all for blade all for blade all blade all blade. Yep. blade and i was very disappointed to see like very little deadpool uh, in yeah, because the they talk about X-Men. yeah, and there was, yeah, there was no, Scar- there was zero. I didn't even see a picture of Scarlet Witch. No Scarlet. There was <sighs> maybe one little. thing. I saw like one bit on Scarlet Witch and Vision. This was this exhibit came out I think well before uh, this has been a rotating thing. This was I know at the Museum of yeah. Pop Culture in uh, yeah. Seattle for a while, and. They, uh, so I think this exhibit's been out for a little while. It was put together before, um, before, like, WandaVision came out. And this was supposed to, uh, be, this is supposed to come to the museum, uh, back in October. They had to postpone it, uh, by a few months for obvious reasons. And, yeah, I was disappointed to see that. Um, but there was really a lot to see there, though, anyway. Yeah, like, it was cool. It was pretty fun. I had a blast. Um, totally. Get your tickets well beforehand, because we had to go at night uh, to see yeah. They had, like, special evening hours for this. But, yeah, that was that was a blast. Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. All right. Let's talk Disney. Here's my Disney speculation room. Yes. Now, people keep... This week, people keep expecting a, uh, a Spider-Man trailer... However, here's my big theory and speculation. Loki, of course, comes out on Thursday, the first episode. Yes, next week. Yes. Yeah, and I think Loki will actually be the MCU's first introduction into real multiverse, sort of. uh, I know we've sort of seen others, but like into sort of hopping between multiverses. I think uh, Loki, the first episode, will give us that. And then... Somewhat, I think he might even run into or see a, a glimpse of something relating to Spider-Man, and then we'll get a trailer, oh. which will feature the whole multiverse thing. When we'll see, you know, uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock and and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, or some some crazy shit yeah. like that. That's my that's my theory, rumor, speculation. Okay. You know, it's interesting because I think their best opportunity to play with uh, multiverse stuff so far was WandaVision, and they didn't really uh, do anything there. Uh, And and I think Loki, like, it seems like this show is going to be playing around with a lot of, like, space and time kind of of material. So, So, 
I, I think this is a great opportunity to do that. I I would buy that. I I love that yeah. rumor. Yeah, I'd hope. And that's about all I've got for what's going on today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to talk a Quiet Place Two real quick? Ooh, yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, let's talk Quiet Place Two. Yes, um, because I have another little bit of news after we talk about this, but. I we we saw a quiet place too last week and it was really good. I thought it was really good. It was excellent. I thought it was almost as good as the first one and it basically was just like an extended version of the first one. I mean it really it, it continues other there's a there's a flashback. We won't get into spoilers. No, no point, yeah. But, I don't think so. Uh but other than that flashback scene, basically it it, it continues from the moment the first one. And ends. a very ex- uh, and then yeah. it's like a very ex- yeah. And then it's maybe go ahead. I was gonna say it's maybe only a week after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a very extended uh, flashback scene. It's like day yeah. one of the uh, alien invasion. Well, that's just so Jim Halpert could get his fucking <laughs> face on there. Yeah, you got you got to get a little little bit of John Krasinski. I think it's okay to say well, at this point he died at the end of the first Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's about the continuation of that family's adventure. So you get Emily Blunt back, and okay, is it once and for all? Because I keep going back and forth on this. Is it Killian Murphy or Cillian Murphy? I've always said Cillian Murphy. I gotta look this up once and for I'm, all. Like I'm pretty sure it's Cillian Murphy, but I don't know. I, I I'm gonna find out because I keep going. But he great. I mean, I think it's Killian. It is Killian. Really? God damn it's it! Killian. Well, anyway, his Wikipedia well, page is Killian. All right. Well, killing. Murphy. Killian Murphy uh, is in this movie. He's really good. I thought he was great. Uh, oh, yeah. He's always great. Though, the family he? is really good in this movie, too. Like, the actors... John Krasinski is Oh, like, my gosh. He can direct... Everybody them. in this movie is good. That The little girl is uh, really showing the character development from the first to second and second to... In the second, yeah. too. Yeah. And it feels like, without saying too much, it feels like the sun kind of downgraded... Like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, well, a little maybe. Slipped a little bit. I think there were some, looking back on it without saying much, there's some very human choices in there, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything, and that's what I love about horror movies is like, I, or like what I love in it to see in a horror movie is when a character like doesn't make stupid decisions, but like when they do yeah. make stupid decisions, they're always like based in some sort of like character moment. Like Get Out <laughs> had a lot of those moments. I thought this movie had a lot of those like. Yeah. Like dumb moment like characters doing stupid things for valid reasons yeah totally um i i otherwise i thought it was yeah a quiet place part two i thought it was great obviously you know you could easily make a part three uh well are they gonna are they gonna but the news i got here uh that uh, came out yesterday uh a third quiet place film is getting released in 2023 Sure. It's gonna be. They can just crank these out. I mean, they could. They could do a thousand. They could. I think three is kind of like you get like the Quiet Place trilogy. I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, I think three would probably be good. Jeff Nichols will be writing and directing the movie based on an original idea by John Krasinski. Um, Jeff Nichols did um, Mud. He did Midnight Special. Uh, his huh? most recent credit Ooh. is a movie called Loving. Which starred uh, Joel Edgerton and Ruth Nega. Ruth Nega uh, was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. 
Um, huh. But yeah, uh, so it's getting some solid uh, credentials behind that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be cool with a third one. The way that this one ends, yeah. I can definitely see like a third one, and then that's like the conclusion of the story. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, that's all I got to say about Quiet Place too, though. Really, just really good movie. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we I, I saw Cruella last night. It, I, I was pleasantly surprised. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, we can do it, spoiler. I, I kind of want to talk through this one. Yeah, I got let's th- talk through it too because I actually I had I have a good bit to say about it, but I also um, sort of my overall feeling is that like it doesn't reconcile with 101 Dalmatians perfectly. No, and it's sort of and also seems like maybe Pongo and. Actually, hold on. We'll, we'll wait on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we're going to talk about a mid credit scene for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I feel like um, it's a perspective thing. Like, 101 Dalmatians is from uh, Anita and Roger's perspective. And, like, Roger is, like, trying to write a song and, like, has this. And so he sort of, like, makes her into a villain. I feel like, you know, it's not like a propaganda piece, but, like, it's a perspective like, yeah. piece. And so, like... Here's like her side of the of the the story sort and of, and it's not the first time that Disney's done that either. I don't know if you saw Maleficent. But yeah, it's definitely the Maleficent treatment. Yeah, and I think that is interesting and cool. And yeah, cool. yeah, I, it's it's fun to watch you can, to see like that other side of things. Like you have the the Baroness is the villain in the movie with the Dalmatians and like turning the Dalmatians into these like ugly snarling like yeah. brutal beast. I was a little I was a little annoyed with that only just cuz it's like hold on all dogs are good dogs. Okay. Now. I need to they, Speaking of dogs, can I just say right up front how much the CGI dogs when, bothered the ever-loving oh shit God. out of me? Oh Christ. I mean, and it was so obvious. So the the little chihuahua Wink who's oh, maybe the best character in the movie. Wink is so cute. Um, yeah, but it really bothered... He was maybe the least noticeable, but also the scenes where he wasn't CGI were so obvious. Yeah, yeah. The, the back and forth between them just didn't work, and the, I think the Dalmatians were the worst the, the CGI. Bo- they, were, they were CGI throughout the entire day. There's certain scenes, like, there's certain scenes of, like, dogs being put in peril. I can totally see why they would do CGI in Yeah, well, like, scenes, jumping but... off the cliff and, and or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, like, things totally. like that. But, like, it... You can put a you're, you get that Disney money, man. You can put in some a few scenes of like the dogs, well, like even if it's just sitting. I remember when Corolla's sitting by a fountain at one point, and the dog's and just the, sitting there. And the, and I'm wondering why do they need to be CG? Or even a lot of the scenes, like just having them, the dog was just like looking, and it's like just fine. Like yeah, I don't know. Like they made Milo and Otis. Oh. Yes, it took five years, and yes, they had like thirty puppies. Wasn't there like and, a like, controversy behind that movie where like a lot of animals were like maybe in maybe, but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there was. I, that wasn't Milo and Otis was okay because that's it took them five years to make was the controversy. Right. Because the puppies would get older and the kittens would get older and so they'd have to get new ones uh-huh. that looked just the same. And they wanted them all to do it all naturally. Oh, okay. And so, like, they weren't trained because they're puppies and kittens, you know? Right, yeah. And so they just had to, like, wait for the right shit to happen. Sure. So, Milo Notice is a weird example. Okay. But, like, there are plenty of Dalmatians, I'm sure, that you could train to sit next to her. And, like, snarl. And look more normal than... Yeah, or snarl or anything. Like, but there were times, like, when it was just her holding um, the scruffy puppy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 
It was just her holding, and that was CGI, and it was like, why? That, yeah. She's just holding it. Yeah. Just give her a puppy. And if it's to, that's why they have animal trainers. If you're, like, worried about, like, an animal's... Like, like, I mean, like, elephants and shit, like, I'm okay with them being CGI. Yeah. Let's, oh, totally. let's get them out yeah. of show business. yeah. And tigers and lions, like, I, I get that they're... I noticed that, like, there's that one bear that's been in, like, 12 Will Ferrell movies. But... Oh, yeah. And the monkey. Like, <laughs> Crystal the monkey is another famous animal actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, like, I get that certain animals are made for that, and, like, there's professional... But, yeah. like, dogs are dogs, yo. Like, I put on a show with dogs. We, yes, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, dog prov. For those who haven't listened uh, to this before, we've talked about dog prov before. It's uh, the yeah. improv show you... And Aaron created as uh, Improv with Dogs, which I was very yes. lucky to be a part of. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's not hard. Dogs are, they're, they're actually, like, really trainable guys. And it's a Hollywood movie. Like, Hollywood trains dogs for this purpose. Like, yeah. Like, I, how could it have been cheaper to do CGI dogs than It real? could not have been. And, like, again, use them for the scenes where they're in peril. I totally get that. Yeah, totally. And yeah, yeah. Jumping and shit. Like, yeah, it whatever. It just looked weird. And there were maybe a couple, especially Wink, I think there were some shots in there that were definitely uh, a real dog. Weird. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wink had a few scenes that were definitely just the dog chilling mm-hmm. out. I think it's because Chihuahuas are used to being held. Yeah. And so. Gabby, Gabby loved Wink. Uh, she, her oh, my God. Got I loved Wink. Chihuahua. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean,. I just that dog is is a great. That was a great dog. <laughs> what was it? Maybe the best character in the I film. I like Cruella's dog too. What was I forget her dog's name? I think it started with a little the, scruffy one. I forget yeah, too. But, it was, yeah, it was cute though. But yeah, mo- but moving on. So this is a prequel about Cruella Deville. Gets very dark very quickly. Um, yeah. Her her mother and falls like, on a cliff. Disney. This is by the way a uh, PG thirteen movie. This was rated PG thirteen for <laughs> was it really? for some violence and thematic elements. Wow, that's interesting. I know, yeah. It, I feel like it kind of falls somewhere in between a PG and a PG-13 in terms of tone. I would have put it in PG. I don't think it was as PG-13 as all that, yeah. but interesting. It's those themes, though, of, like, people getting killed and, like, Cruella just, like, at one point saying, like, I'm going to kill the Baroness, like, at one point. Like, yeah, I mean... It's very... And, but, like, I don't know. Lion King, man, it's a PG. That's a PG. That's an animated movie, though, regardless of okay, what Disney it, might think. I guess it gets... Yeah, it's an animated movie. Um, I thought, but yeah, uh, Emma Stone is clearly having a blast in this. Yeah, and she nailed the voice. She's got it down. Um, Although she does sound older when she's like her age. So it's okay. I had an issue with her just like, oh no, no, there was no smoking. The cigarette no was killing me. The, like there's scenes where she's sitting on her porch with a cup of coffee. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh my god, it's the 60s, it's, have a cigarette They're Disney, <laughs> and this is the thing, if it can segue into the tone of the movie with that, like, it's a Disney, so with the cigarette thing, like, you can't put a cigarette in any Disney movie, no, no, you can't no, no. smoke in. And it's, um, I know, and it's like... It, unless it's historical, <sighs> I think. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but, but yeah, it, I, well it is, it should be, but, I mean, that was a whole big thing was her cigarette ash in the... First move in the anime. Yeah, that was her trademark. Her trademark, like long, her, like cigarette holder. Long cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the big thing that was missing. This, so the, I mean, just the tone overall of the movie, like it's very yeah, sixties, like, and I think seventies is the majority of the movie, yeah. like the in the punk rock London scene, and you yeah. get kind of a vibe of the punk rock scene there, but glam rock a little bit, but like also 
It feels like a Disney version of the punk rock scene. It did. It felt a little, yeah. A little like, sanitized. That, that punk. Yeah, and it also felt a little like mm, Disney Channel. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, you I, had a... I got like a, like a, that's like a Lizzie McGuire, like, now she's punk scene. Like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. That was my least favorite scene. Oh, I thought that, oh, the, you didn't like the, uh, the, the show at the fountain? The punk rock show. Where, uh, with the, 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 the I mean, I liked the essence singing. of it. I, I liked the essence of it. Oh, I really didn't like the costumes. The freaking costumes. Okay, I gotta talk about, because the woman who did the costumes for this I've movie... Her name is Jenny Beaven. She won an Academy Award for Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, and I distinctly and remember. Done some other cool shit, right? Yeah, um, I'm gonna look up her other credits right now. But I thought the costumes in this movie were phenomenal. This will definitely like thoroughly to think about Oscars for next year. But like, I think this is like front runner right here. Like, I agree. Some I'm great stuff in this. She has done among other movies. Um, Gosford Park. She did the King's Speech. Oh my gosh. Um, Sherlock Holmes. Both Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Sure. Um, Ever After, A Cinderella Story, Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> Howard's End. She's, this is not her first Emma Thompson movie, who right. also appears to be oh having a blast in, in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Both <laughs> so of them good. seem to be having a lot of fun. She these little moments in the movie, too. They're just like... There's a moment like they're in the car and she just throws her lunch out the window. Like, yeah, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Little shit like that. Like, it is yeah. really fun. Um, they're having a blast. Every scene with them is fantastic. Um, everybody's talking, talks, I've heard a lot of people talking about the soundtrack for this movie too. Like, which also feels kind of like, maybe it's representative of the era, but it also feels like Disney kind of took like a best of album of that oh, era God. and the like, soundtrack this was almost this was on the verge of suicide squad oh like, yeah overdoing it yeah like, it, like there were a few scenes where i was like oh cool but i was like stop another fucking number one hit yeah that like, was stop. my there were a couple of little things like there was an alternate ver another version of come together i thought that was cool to like throw that like little like little things like that were just like let's make it a little different didn't like yeah. that cover of come together yeah but uh i it's just like it, it, it's a greatest hits of the era, and it's like yeah, oh, and then like I don't know, and then like should I stay or should I go? Oh, yeah. And just every single song. There's a lot like, of um, needle drops. It was oversaturated. A lot of needle drops. Oversaturated. Yes. Yeah. Craig Gillespie was the director of this, who did I Tanya uh, was his most recent big movie. Oh, I should have watched that. I never did. Oh, that's a great movie. Uh, and it also I've heard. And to segue back into Cruella, it features uh, in a supporting role in I Tanya uh, a gentleman named Paul Walter Hauser, who played Horace in this movie. Oh, then, yeah, they were good. Horace oh, and Jasper were both great. Yeah, yeah. I remember Gabby turning to me in the middle of the movie and was like, oh, those are the guys from the, the first one. No, it, took me, it took me a few minutes. I was like, wait. Oh, yeah, this is them. Like, yeah. This is yeah. fun. Uh, I love that, like, take on it. Uh, the, yeah, and Aaron turned to me when we first went to the mansion uh, like out on the end, she was like, "Oh, that's gonna be the old rundown mansion." Yep. and it's called uh, yeah, Hellman which... Hall at the beginning. By the yeah, end of the movie, Hell Hall, Hell Hall from uh, the yeah. animated one. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Little things like that were really fun. Uh, Anita, I loved that Anita Darling was yeah featured in there with uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste from uh, I don't know if you watched The Good Place, but no, 
Is he who's uh, Roger? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Anita. Oh, she. She, she was, was on okay. the Good Place. Yeah. Uh, Roger's okay. played by a man named Kaven Novak. Uh, I thought that was fun. Like Roger's the lawyer in there. Yeah. Like, okay, let's talk about the end. Let's oh, talk about the mid credit scene. Yeah, okay. mid credit scene here. Um, was there a post credit scene? I don't think there was a post credit scene. I don't think there was. No. Yeah. Um, mid credit scene. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. I just. I need to ask a, a um, Pongo and Perdita. Are they brother and sister? I would... Oh, God. See, because that's weird now. Think... Because now that's weird. Why do you... Th- I mean... So the, that... the dogs are like... So they. I'm assuming she took charge of those three Dalmatians after the arrest of the Baroness at the end of the movie. Okay, for so murder. two of them could have got had litters. Two different dogs could have had litters. I, there's three there, though. Like, there's going to be some sort of relation in one form or the other. Yeah. It's weird. So, well, yeah. So the mid-credits scene, <laughs> Cruella gives Pongo to, who was a puppy at the time, gives Pongo to Roger and Perdita to Anita as a thank you, I'm sorry gift? I guess. I Here's a dog. Whatever. Take just, care of just, it. Just get this dog out of here before I turn it into a coat. That was dark. There's a moment, like, during her fashion when they're, you know, you got the uh, the shop owner singing uh, the Stooges. I loved him, by the way. Artie. Um, uh, the, like, glam rock, like, David Boat, like, David oh, yeah, Boat yeah, looking totally. uh, guy. Yeah, that. yeah, he was cool. I loved that. Um, when he's singing, there, there's that moment where, like, you see her wearing the spots on the coat and it's like, did she kill those dogs? Yeah, um, right. And I like that she didn't. Um, yes. I, I, yeah, that, see, that's what sort of felt like the propaganda part of the sort of the, you know, this is a, uh, the, the original is a propaganda piece against her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing where it's like, it's like, is she really that bad? Like, or does she have a dark Yeah, but of, of course, in, in the original, she does say, poison them, drown them, bash them on the heads. I don't care how you do it, but I want it done now. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm a little... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, hang on. I will not. Uh, um, Sorry, my mom's coming by in a little while. Aww. Yeah, just gonna drop some stuff off, I guess. I've seen a lot of my family this week. Uh, that's been really that's nice. nice. Yeah. You're gonna get sick of it, I'm sure. Well, they they'll they'll give us space, you know. We're we're okay, getting married in a couple t- two weeks from today, from the time of this recording, we're getting married. Really? Two weeks, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks. It's uh, two years of we've been we've been engaged uh, just about two years now. So ah, it, it, uh, the old Pam and Roy method. Yep, that's how we do it. Yeah, uh, this will have a better <laughs> ending, I promise. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> This, uh, back to Cruella, though. Um, yes, yeah, right. No, no. Segways, we are, uh... We're good at we're them. Good at, we're so good at them. Uh, overall, man, I thought this was a pretty good movie. I like that. It was surprisingly... Yeah, surprisingly good. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a little long. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Cut 30 minutes but, out of this. Yeah, I think you could definitely cut it down. But I was never bored. Yeah. I never, like, was... I never wanted it to be over. Uh, I mean... I was interested the whole time. It felt like that fashion show with the the spots and the punk rock. It, it felt like that was a climax, and I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, we're getting yeah. somewhere here." And then there was more, and then there was more, and there then there was sort of that epilogue of yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were a lot of little, little twists and turns there at certain points. We had mm-hmm. a big, we had a smaller audience because you know. 
COVID. They're they're not letting yeah. as many people in the auditorium. So you can hear like yeah. other reactions. I think there were some kids or like families or something in there because people were just reacting like, oh, 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 yeah. just like uh, just, that got a little tiresome after a bit. But I mean, like they were sure. this family was like really into into it. Uh, <laughs> That's which kind is of great. fun. No, it's I mean. That's the weird thing is like, is this a family movie? Because this is a very like dark, dark movie. Yeah, it's um, yeah. The the mom dying at the beginning was oh my god, yeah. It's like that escalated. On that note, I did find it kind of weird that like there's all of a sudden this very like in the middle of the movie when she realizes that the Baroness killed her mother or you know the woman who raised her. Yeah. um, That there's this moment like a switch flips and like all of a sudden she's just like. Cruella, like, yeah, so she's got apparently, she's so like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they set it up where it's like she's got two personalities there's Estella, and then Cruella is like her, like, dark yeah. side. And she's just like all of a sudden just like Cruella the whole point of the movie. I didn't think yeah, she's hunched over the steering wheel, yeah, crazy woman driver. Uh, the de- in the Deville, that was fun. I love that, like, when yeah. he mispronounces the car, and it's like, it's a devil, devil. no, no, it's a Deville. <laughs> it's like, oh. oh. It's fun. Yeah, little things like that is fun. Agreed. Uh, solid movie, though. I thought it was good. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Go to a theater to watch it. It's also on Disney Plus uh, for 30 extra dollars if you want to watch that. Or wait a week or two. Or wait or wait a little bit. You know, it'll be yeah. free on there eventually. Uh, so we have, uh, before we log off for the day, we got one last segment, I think. Uh, we're going to oh, yeah. play a round of questions. I uh, had a question for you, Tommy. Okay. With Cruella coming out, uh, or out now, I guess, what Disney villain would you like to see get their own origin story? All right. I have two answers today, Jordan. Excellent. (laughs) What are your answers? I I think the most obvious, and I think this is probably already in the works is Ursula the Sea Witch. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, so I actually went ahead and I looked at, I, I'm kind of trying to pitch the movie here myself, but it's obviously got to be the same kind of thing. The story you've heard of, of Ursula is some one person's perspective and it's you, you've been misinformed. That kind yes. of idea. Yeah. The, the Maleficent treatment. Yes. Uh, and, and they're really a victim on their own. Uh, so, okay, so I looked up Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid to see what role Ursula played in that. Turns out she doesn't even have the name Ursula. She's just called the Sea Witch. Oh. And, and basically she's just like sort of an evil apothecary and only matters at the beginning, like uh, Ariel, who, who's just called the Little Mermaid. Oh. The Little Mermaid goes to see the Sea Witch and gets a potion to t- that removes her tongue but gives her legs. Okay. And, and the sea witch doesn't take her voice or, or try to marry Prince Eric or anything like that. Right, yeah. That's the last we see of the sea witch. She's like, all right, here's your potion. Oh, but be careful because there's like some catch to it. There always is. And so, yeah, so the, the sea witch is a much smaller character in the, the Hans Christian Andersen. So I was trying to, you know, think of that as a jumping off point for a, a pitch for an Ursula movie. That'd be fun, yeah. You know, oh no, she was just a, a, a salesman and you guys <laughs> turned her into this this megalomaniacal megalomaniacal. Yeah, she was just trying to help poor unfortunate souls, like... 
Yeah, you know? So sad. She didn't need much. Just your voice. Yeah. Yeah, really. Just the voice. Like, yeah. I mean, she did no take big her... deal. I would imagine by the time she was, like, taking people's souls, like, or whatever she's doing, like, she was very bitter by that point. King Triton definitely screwed her over in some way, shape, or form, right? Like... I mean, obviously. Yeah, well... Do you think she's always had octopus legs? That's a really good question. Maybe she just, like, that's, like, her eight points of... What is it? Eight legs for an octopus? Whatever she's got? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the eight points of anger or something? I don't know. They can come up with mm-hmm. that. Um, the Yeah, it would be pretty interesting. I think the other one I thought of uh, would be Dr. Facilier. I was just thinking today, Dr. Facilier would be so much fun to see. You get, like, a live-action, like, New Orleans, like, down in the bayou kind of yeah. movie there. Um, you could have that alligator come back. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast that right now, because I'd love to see this. Well, Keith David already is his voice. Keith David is the voice. He's he's phenomenal. You could play, like, an older version. If you want to do, like, an yeah. origin story kind of thing, maybe have Keith David yeah. still play the guy uh, as an yeah, old man. man. But, um, but who, who would you cast as him? Lakeith Stanfield. Okay, here's mine. Lance Reddick. Oh, my God. Um, if you don't know Lance Reddick, uh, he is in You do John know Wick. him, but you just don't know his name, probably. Yes. Oh, you know Lance Reddick. Uh, John Wick, he's the, the concierge at the Hotel for Assassins. Uh, yeah, he's he's him. just got... I mean, I think he's... It would be really interesting to see him, like, as a... Uh, like, a young man, like... You know, maybe someone, like, even like... Um, what's her name from... Sort of like a young entrepreneurial kind of... Uh, like the princess and the princess and the frog. Oh, uh... Tiana. Uh, yes, Tiana, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Tiana, sort of like a, you know, young, positive, like... Oh, I'd love that. And then, like, he's and got, then like, something... He yeah. gets tricked and duped into selling his soul or being forced into voodoo. I, you know, and something. He, maybe, he, he's not... And then maybe yeah. he grows to love it. Uh, and he gets his, yeah, you yeah. know, like... Yeah, it could be interesting. But you can definitely see how he could be the victim. Oh, sure. Any of them, really. Um, I've, uh, I was talking to Gabby about this today. I asked her this and she brought up an idea that I love, uh, Jafar. Jafar's origin story. Let's forget the live action movie, um, there. Um, because he was the worst. She's talking about how maybe he's fighting in like a civil war between maybe Agrabah and another fictional, like country Mm -hmm. in the Middle East, maybe. Um, but this Mm -hmm. like Middle Eastern civil war kind of deal, maybe like a Lawrence of Arabia type of thing. Over huh. there, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe like he's fighting side by side with the Sultan, or the man who mm-hmm. later becomes mm-hmm. the Sultan, and mm-hmm. then like he somehow betrays him in order to get the position of Sultan or something. Yeah, yeah. And or then, even not even unintentionally. You can imagine that dumb Sultan just unintentionally. Oh yeah, <laughs> intentionally sabotaging things and doing it right for himself. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, that would be fun. Um, and then he like takes the uh, grand was it Grand Vizier. Vizier role? Oh, no. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. He manipulates the Sultan. No, no. He has a great idea, but he's afraid uh, that if if this idea... Dwight in the office with the golden tickets. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, So Jafar has the great idea, but when it goes wrong he blames it on the sultan but then it turns out it's actually gone right and the sultan gets all the credit for it so jafar is jealous love it and that's why he takes on like the sultan will offer him the grand vizier role 
Yeah. And that he's going to take his revenge. He's going to do a long-term thing. Maybe he yeah. meets Iago during this time. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be... Uh, I, I would watch that movie. Um, oh, yeah. I was re- looking at Disney villains today. Any other good ones? I don't know. Because it seems like every one of these is either too obvious or is already in production or is just a... I don't want to watch. Um, I'll give you a list. The... Um, Disney formed some a, a villain group called the Thirteen Reflections of Evil. Oh, episode thirteen! Hey, there we go. <laughs> um, and it was ma- it was a group formed for the Epcot pin trading event that happened in September twenty thirteen. In this story, cool. I'm on the Disney fandom wiki wiki page. In the story, the evil queen found an incantation which, if performed with a magic mirror on Friday the thirteenth would summon 13 of the most powerful and evil villains from across time and space. Uh, the villains then broke the mirror and hid the 13 shards so no one could use it against them. And those 13 villains are Chernabog from Fantasia, Maleficent, uh, the Evil Queen from, I'm guessing, Snow White? Snow White, yeah. yeah Jafar, Ursula, Cruella de Vil, Dr. Facilier, Hades, Scar, Captain Hook, the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, Gaston, and Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, what about that crazy red hair woman from The Rescuers? Medusa. Yes, I was. Th- yeah, yeah, like that'd be fun to like get like a obs- really obscure, uh, like a really obscure Disney villain. That'd be great. Yeah, um, like that. Um, who else? Like. I want an R-rated treatment. Oh my god! Of of the Medusa of origin Medusa. story. Oh my god! Where she's just like in the swamp. It's just like a brutal like swamp. Like she has to deal with the swamp people and nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be oh that'd be fun. Like the rest of these, like I'm looking at villains. I'm like Captain Hook. It's like everybody's made a fucking well, uh, Captain yeah. Hook movie already. Well, Hook. Uh, although Hook is a great film. Hook <laughs> is a great film. Um, <laughs> Doctor Facilia, I would love to see. Um, yeah. All the rest of these are like like Scar. I think Disney's making like a Lion King prequel with Scar. Already, I feel like we you know we already know his backstory. We I do, mean, yeah. He's the brother of the or uncle, you know, yeah, brother of the king. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 his, that's his deal. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I don't know if I'd go Hades. I wouldn't go Gaston. No. They're already making like. Well, a, also, yeah, they're make Disney Plus is doing like a, a Gaston TV show already, and it's like. But Why? He's not a. He's just a. He, he, it's not. It's just not a fit. It doesn't fit. He's a sexist, chauvinist, like piece of shit. I don't want to watch a TV yeah, show about him. Yeah. I don't want to watch like, movie. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, he's also like the popular guy, and everyone likes him. It's like where's the, the, where's the conflict? Yeah, who the fuck wants to? Who cares? <coughs> Excuse me. I did not get water for this. That's okay. I think we're about done, aren't we? I think we are about done. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Two Guys Watch a Movie today. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. We are not on Ecstasy right now. I feel like the show would have gone like way off the rails if we were on Oh yeah, right this now. would be a lot better. This would be a crazy <laughs> fucking show if we did that. <laughs> oh my god, I love that thing. Uh, that movie is so good. Thirteen Reflections of Evil. <laughs>
All right, dude, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Where else are we? We might as well be on ecstasy with that right now. Um, <laughs> if y'all were not turned off by that randomness right there, we um, you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe us. You can uh, please do so. Uh, I'm gonna That's take right. that again because I said subscribe us. You can subscribe us. It's, you can subscribe us, you baby. You can subscribe us. I don't think I'm gonna cut that actually. <laughs> Guys, thank you for uh, thank you for listening today. I'm Jordan Ehrlich. Subscribe us. I'm Tommy Quartz. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Take care. <laughs>